If you got your Bibles, you can turn up to uh, Psalm 13. If you got your Bibles, you turn to Psalm 13. If tonight, if you don't have your Bible with you, it's all right. Ask the person to your left or right, or if you see someone that have a Bible next to you, share with them, because we're going to read six verses tonight, and I want you all to be able to see it, a hard copy. Psalm 13. If you don't know where Psalms are, just flip to the middle of your Bible, flip a little bit left or a little bit right, and you will find it, I promise. Psalm 13. Today I went to um, a place you are going to be very sad about. I went to the dentist, and I know what you are thinking. Yeah, chill, 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 chill. I went to the dentist because I had a couple of fillings on the top left. One of them was an old filling that had come loose, and my tooth was kind of still able to move around right there, but it wasn't coming out. And so um, I went to the dentist today. My appointment was at 940, and I thought to myself, I get there early, maybe they can see me a little bit sooner, correct? So I got there at 915. Yeah, I got there a lot earlier. I sat in the waiting room till after 940 to get me in. I got back there to my dentist, and I love my dentist, they're great, but this was a, a tough day. I got to my, uh, the room, you know, where they put you in. I sat in the chair. I had my AirPods in because I was listening to Maverick City Worship album. It's one of my favorites right now. I'm enjoying it a lot. If you're curious, it's great. It's good. Um, but I was listening to it, and I sat there in the chair waiting for them uh, because this is Catalyst Week for me, so I thought I got a lot of work to get done. I need to get in and get out with this dentist appointment real quick. And I sat there in that chair for um, about... I, I got back there about 9.45. I was there till I remember my phone said 10.17, before they ever saw me for my dentist appointment. And I was like, oh, Lordy. Well, then I was there from 10, 17 until 11 o'clock doing open mouth surgery right here, okay? That's just a filling. I really wasn't as big as I make it out to be. But in my mind, what was supposed to be like a 30-minute dentist checkup turned into like almost two hours of being at the dentist. You ever have moments in life where you're doing something, you're like, man, how long is this gonna take? Some of y'all feel like that way every day when you go to school. You're like, seven hours and 39 more minutes. You know, that's how you feel. What else, though? What if it's not just like things that make you uncomfortable? What about real things in your life that you're like, dude, when is this going to end? How long, how much longer am I going to have to deal with this? I'm looking from the front of the room to the back of the room. Every one of you can probably think of something in your heart right now. You're thinking, I, I oftentimes ask the Lord, how long is this gonna be an issue or a challenge or a trial or an obstacle in my life? How long? Can I tell you, you're not alone? Did you know that David... King David, mighty David, who would slay Goliath and kill lions and all these things and become one of the greatest kings of all of history, that king would be the one who would ask the same question when he would say, how long, O Lord? Psalm 13, verse 1 and 2. Psalm 13, verse 1 and 2 says this. How long, O Lord, Will you forget me forever? You can keep it on the screen for us, okay? How long will you forget me 
forever. Who is he talking to? He's talking to the Lord. How long, oh Lord, will you forget me forever? Will you just continue to pass me by? Are you ever gonna stop and talk to me? Are you ever gonna answer the problem that I've got? How long? He says it again. If you're taking notes in your Bible, if you got a pen with you, I encourage you in this. Just underline, circle every time he says how long in Psalm 13. How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me? How long, O oh Lord, will you hide your face from me? Verse two. How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? What he's saying is, listen, Lord, I've been crying out to you. I have been, I've been wrestling here in a real way. And I'm crying out saying, Lord, how long am I gonna deal with this? Because the only person who's really comforting me right now is me, myself, and I. And that's the counsel that I've got. That's the sorrow in my heart. Hey, right here in the back, come on, man. Adrian, be better than that, man. Lead out well. Psalm 13, verse two, he is saying, how long? How long, O oh Lord, am I gonna continue to deal with this? He says it one more time, how long shall my enemy be exalted over me? David's saying, how long is, is the bad team gonna win? Why is it that right now I feel like the good guys are losing and the bad guys are winning? How long, O oh Lord? Some of y'all in this room can very much relate with David right now because you're like, dude, I, got, I can literally take what you're saying and I can pray it to the Lord today and it's gonna be true for me just like it is for you, David, because I'm dealing with the same request. Where's God? Does he not see me? Has he forgotten me? Does he know who I am? Is the enemy gonna win? Because it doesn't look like the good guys are winning today. How long Oh, Lord. David is wrestling and he's being honest. Can I be real with you? Too often when we pray to the Lord, it sounds like this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. All these things. It sounds like it's just a prayer that you're regurgitating because you've heard it in the past. Now that Lord's prayer is rich and good and you should pray it. But if it's just a words that you say, because that's what you heard from your parents or you heard from a pastor or you heard from Corey, man, don't let it just be regurgitation. Let it be authentic in your heart. Because David's being real with the Lord. Y'all with me? David's being real. He's like, listen, I'm just gonna shoot it to you straight. How long, Lord? How long? David takes all of that that he has packed into that one prayer and he turns it into another spot here. Look at verse three. Take one and two, block those as their own thing. And let's look at three and four that are blocked in their own as well. Y'all see that in your Bible, how they're kind of broken down? Y'all see that? One and two are together, three and four. Here we go, verse three. Consider and answer me, O Lord. Light up my eyes. Open my eyes. Let me see, Lord. Would you just reveal to me what's going on here? Would you just show me what's happening here? Would you let me behind the curtain a little bit to see what's about to end out, what's about to end up through the process of this? What's gonna happen? He says, lest, if you wanna underline something, write down every time the word lest shows up, which you're like, what does the word lest mean? It means like unless is what it means. 
unless I sleep the sleep of death, meaning unless I were to die, man. Light up my eyes or else I feel like I'm about to die. Verse four, consider me, O Lord, answer me, O Lord, light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death, lest my enemy shall have or my enemy shall say, I have prevailed over him. Meaning your enemy says that they're the winners. Or unless the enemy rejoices saying, look at him, he is broken down. Psalm 13, three and four goes from a place where, man, David was wrestling in verse one and two, but in three and four, he begins to retreat with the Lord saying, Lord, I need you. If you don't do something, Man, I don't know what the outcome's gonna be, but it's not gonna be a victory for me. I need you here, Lord. He's retreating and saying, you are the only one that I can run to in this. The enemies are gonna win. I am gonna fall. I am, I, I am on the verge of what my heart would say. I feel like it is the end of my days right now because of what I'm dealing with here. That is authentic, real prayers from the, from the book of Psalms, from the Psalm of David. And here's what I want you to see. You can wrestle with God. You should, as a student in middle school, you should wrestle with God. You should be authentic and real with God. If you can't be real with him, then how are you gonna be real with anyone else when you walk outside of your house? Be real with the Lord and retreat to him. Go to him and say, Lord, I need you to answer me. I need you to enlighten my eyes, to turn the lights on in the middle of the darkness and show me, lead me, guide me. But then here's what's gonna happen after that. When you begin to wrestle with the Lord, when you begin to retreat with him, here's the outcome that you're gonna find. Verse five and six are incredible. David says, in the middle of his wrestling, in the middle of the struggle, boys, what's going on up here? Y'all are supposed to be leading, man. Come on, guys. David in the middle of the wrestling and the struggle, he says, but I, David, have trusted your what? Say it with me. I, David, have trusted in your? Whose steadfast love? God's steadfast love. You know what steadfast means? It means constant. It means always there. It means concrete. It's not going anywhere. It is persistent. And what David is saying in the past, when I've struggled, when I've wrestled with things, God, you've showed me steadfast love. You have been so constant. He says, my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. Think about David for a moment. David's life, he was the smallest. He was like the, the, the smallest one in the group that whenever they came to pick a king, they were looking for all these men and they were like, David, like not David, right? Yet the Lord showed steadfast love and grace to David, called him up and said, you will be the next king. David's out in the fields. He's a shepherd boy. Lion, lions would come and attack the sheep and they came to attack David. And David, through the love of the Lord, the power of him, equipped him to be able to slay a lion. Whenever they call him up from the big leagues, whenever Goliath is up against the whole nation of Israel with the Philistines, who does God enlist to bring up to bring the salvation of Israel? Who? David, that bad boy popped out a slingshot twirling around, boom, one rock to the forehead of Goliath and the man drops. 
He takes a sword out, Goliath's sword, and shink, the war is over. Guys, David has every reason, every reason to say, God, how long are my enemies gonna triumph over me? How long am I gonna deal with this? But he also has every reason to say, my God in the past has shown steadfast love, faithfulness, man, salvation to me and my people. And this is what he says for the last verse. Verse, verse six, can we pull it up real quick? Verse six is so good. This is the last part. He says, but I have trusted in your steadfast love, verse five, and your heart, my heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. He's dealt bountifully with me. You know what that means? It means he has just been abundantly good to me. Imagine this. My life story. To be honest with you, I, I grew up, my mom and dad grew up in a small little trailer out in Tipton County in a place called Guilt Edge. And I'll be honest, I never would have thought ever I would probably ever leave Tipton County. In my journey through life, there have been so many wrestlings, so many challenges, so many things that I wrestled through growing up that I'll be honest, I could, I could talk all day long about my struggles and y'all would think I'm the worst person in the world. I can tell you about the challenges I faced through the journey, things that were just hard that came at me from life that were hard. I'm 29 years old today and I'm telling you students, eyeball to eyeball, my God has been so loving and constant and steadfast every single year. And his salvation was good for me when I was seven years old and his salvation is good for me today when I'm 29. And he takes all of my wrestling and turns them into rejoicing. He takes all of my complaints and turns them into a chorus to sing of his praises. Not, life is not perfect. It, it's not gonna be perfect on this side of eternity. You're gonna wrestle. You should wrestle. God told you that you are going to wrestle. But I'm here today to tell you students that your wrestling should lead you to a retreat with the Lord and your retreating should lead you to a rejoicing in the God of all creation that so much loves you and pursues you even in the midst of the complaints, the struggles, and the challenges. He loves you. I'm not here to tell you that your problems aren't, are small and that they shouldn't be something you worry about and think about. I'm not here to tell you that. I'm here to say, be honest with the Lord. Wrestle with them, but don't dwell on them in a spot where you forget who God is and what he has for you. Because I think David was onto something here. He was gonna lay his issues, his problems and his challenges at the feet of Jesus. And he was gonna walk away from it after retreating with him, singing praises to the Lord. Too often, we walk through life wrestling, struggling, and all that comes with it and we do that on Monday, and we do that on Tuesday, and we do it on Wednesday, and we do it on Thursday, and then we do it on Friday, and then Saturday rolls around, and then Sunday again, and guess what? A whole week has gone by, and you're still dealing with the wrestling without any resolution. And what I'm telling you today, students, is it's okay to wrestle, but don't stay in the wrestling when you leave here tonight. Walk away rejoicing. 
Because you remember how God has dealt with you in the past and you're very sure about how he's gonna deal with you in the future because our God's character never changes. This is your night to lay something at the feet of Jesus and walk into Catalyst with a song that can't be stopped. When you sing worship praises on Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday, it's not because you're singing it because the person next to you or because someone on the stage is saying it, but you're singing it because you're really proud about it. Because you say, I can't help myself. Like David says, all I can do is trust the Lord. All I can do is rejoice in my King. All I can do is sing about His praises because I know I got problem in the back, but I know what's ahead of me. I'm gonna dwell with the Lord for all of eternity. My days with the King are gonna last forever and my problems today will be solved at the feet of Jesus. I'm gonna stay on that course. That's what we need. I need that from our student ministry, guys. Wrestle, retreat, and rejoice. And let this weekend coming up to be more than just a mountaintop moment, but to be a moment that changes the trajectory of your life forever. Forever. Don't let it be a hit and run experience with Jesus. Let it be one where you get in the car and you are going 55 miles an hour down the highway forever with Jesus. Not just a one-stop shop. You with me? I wanna ask the band to come up for me real quick. I wanna do me a favor. If you got your Bibles, you can leave it up to Psalm 13. Don't close your journal. Don't close your Bible. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at the passage. If you don't have the, the verses, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put up on the screen. Can we get... Those verses up for us? I was thinking the actual, yeah. You can cycle through them if you need to in a minute, but what I want you to do, I want you to look at this. I want you to look at the passage and I want you to be honest and real with the Lord. What is it that you are wrestling with? What are you struggling with? What is your how long, oh Lord? What is it? Is it stuff with your family? Is it school? Is it a sin that is just latched onto your life and you can't break it? Is it anxiety? Is it depression? Is it drama with friends? Is it gossip? Is it, is it lustful thoughts that you deal with? Is it rebellion with your parents? Is it disobedience to authority? What, what challenge are you facing? What is your how long, oh Lord? I want you to deal with it tonight. I want you to wrestle with God. I want you to retreat with him. And then in a minute, we're gonna rejoice and sing his praises. Can we deal with it tonight? Yeah? Thank you.